Hello and welcome. My name is Amelia, otherwise known as DJ EJ, and this is Club Crime, a true crime broadcast recording live at KTCU. Oh, I'm so happy to be here. I promise this week's episode will be a lot less hectic than last week's episode. I was just trying to get back into the swing of things, but we're back. Everything's good. Our last week's episode is now posted on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and now Amazon Music. So if you lo- if you missed last week's episode, go listen to it. What are you doing? You know, you're not listening. You don't have to listen to it at 10 p.m. at night on a Monday night. Go listen to it like in the car on the way to work. It's so easy. And guys, an hour, 45 minutes, 30 minutes, that's, you know, not a ton of time. It doesn't take that much out of your day. So make time for Club Crime and go listen. And go support me on Instagram and Twitter. Lately, I've been getting a lot of new followers, so I want to thank you all so much from the bottom of my heart for that. You guys are interacting with me more. I've even gotten some DMs requesting for new, you know, stories, asking for just some small requests. So, yeah, thank you guys so much. It just means everything to me. But now... It's my favorite thing to do, and that is to introduce my surprise guest for this week. And this is, I think, her fourth or fifth time returning. However, she is my mom and dad's favorite, favorite, favorite guest that I have. Everyone, please welcome Miss Grace Gannon. Hello, guys. What's cooking? I'm so honored that I'm your parents' favorite guest. They literally will, every time you're on, they're like, I love Grace. I love her. That makes me so happy. But... How are you? I'm good. The beginning of the semester has just been an adjustment. I feel like we get so used to being at home, but I'm chilling. It's on the upswing. I feel the exact same way. Yes. I feel like I haven't been like sleeping very well lately, which yeah. is weird for me because I'm a like incredible sleeper. But I think it's just because like getting back into a routine mm-hmm. has like thrown me off. And I'm going to bed, mind you, at like 10 p.m. Yeah. And normally like that'll be like great like 10 hours of sleep i'll wake up at 8 a.m i'll go to my classes no i'm going to bed i'm getting in bed at 10 and not falling asleep until like midnight yeah 100 percent. i also always have genius ideas of like waking up at 6 a.m for no reason oh the headphones just fell <laughs> yeah the only days i wake up at 6 a.m are for my monday friday dance classes that are at 8 a.m and this morning was just a rough morning my alarm went off at 6.30 and normally like I'll it'll go off at 6.30 and I'll lay in bed for like five minutes like waking yeah. myself up no Uh-oh. that alarm went off and I laid in that bed stared <gasps> at the ceiling and I was like maybe I just won't go you yeah. know maybe I just won't go because I'm auditing that class so I can have as many absences as I want oh. and still pass it technically right but I was like, no, Amelia, like, this is your Monday morning workout, basically. It's a dance class. You should go. And it took me 30 minutes to convince mm-hmm. myself. And by that time, the 30 minutes were up. I was struggling, rushing to get out the door. But it was it was a morning. Yeah, I feel the same way. I did not want to go to class this morning. And Mondays are like one of my harder days because I have my reporting class lab mm. at 630 at night, which oh. is rough. That's kind of gross. Yeah, up in the newsroom. So is that's... it one of those like three-hour-long classes? No, the actual lab is only like an hour. Oh, okay, that's nice. But the actual class is uh, one of like the longer blocks, mm, the, like so, Tuesday, Thursday yeah. ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I understand. But since you've been on, 
do you have any true crime related updates any new stories Ooh. that you've interacted with recently our girl miss um, gypsy rose is out oh i would gosh. like everyone to know that she is out well that is insane when i saw it i immediately sent it to you amelia i was like oh my gosh this is crazy and she's living her best life she's living her life she is <laughs> and everyone number one so her. adorable with <laughs> her husband even though she's made some interesting <laughs> comments about um their bedroom life let's just say that (laughs) (laughs) trying to keep it a little pg um but i just love her i love her instagram it's so millennial core just yeah it's funny honestly i was not i i I knew she was gonna be out of jail soon but Mm -hmm. um i just i didn't realize it was gonna be right then and there but i love her she's iconic honestly did you see she gave herself a haircut no, I didn't. I I so like <laughs> I'm so devoted to this woman's Instagram. You don't even understand. You think she'd like want to go to a place to get her hair cut? Would she doing though? Her own like hair. she never like got True. her hair done ever really. But you know, oh well, she did actually. She got highlights in her hair. I think maybe she just didn't want to <laughs> spend like more money. Yeah, I feel like she would be kind of frugal. She didn't cut that much <laughs> off. She cut off like three inches. Sorry, yeah. everyone. I'm just giving y'all an update to Gypsy Rose, but she's my queen. I love her so much. And she I think she's innocent. <laughs> I'm not going to deny it. I think she's innocent. But are you ready to get into tonight's stories? Yes. Story. Sorry. Stories. Not stories. Just story. Story. I misspoke. Okay. I'm going to tell you your guest duties. Are you ready? Yay. Yes. I'm going to tell you a true crime story. It is your job to react, ask questions, add in your own personal anecdotes, and just add to the story in any way that you want. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. So earlier in the day, during our class together, I gave you an option of two different stories. And I said one was wilderness related, and the other one is like an unsolved mystery. And you said, Amelia, you choose whichever one you want. And I was like, Grace, that's not the point of that's this. That's such a me answer. That is such a you answer. But I was like, Grace, like I asked you for a reason. They both so sound so interesting. I made the decision. Okay. And you're going to get the unsolved mystery tonight. That's the one I wanted. So like. then you should have told me that, Grace. <laughs> Well, not that I hate the environment or anything. <laughs> no, it's not about the environment, guys. <laughs> Love the environment. <laughs> okay, well, you're getting your secret, you know, intuitive wish tonight. Yay. And you're going to get the unsolved mystery. Um, I would like to say a disclaimer, though. This isn't technically, like, truly a crime. It's not really true crime, but it is an unsolved mystery that's very much adjacent to true cool. crime cool so oh we have the first text of the night from my mother hey she would like us to know that gypsy rose didn't just cut off three inches like i thought which was what she showed on her instagram no she cut off eight inches of her hair and donated it what oh she donated Queen. it i mean her hair did look a lot shorter but in my brain i was like mm, like it was probably like that length to begin with no i guess she cut off a lot i thought the donation length was like 12 inches yeah but you know donate what you can i mean she was bald for the longest time so she knows the struggle of needing a wig on january 15th this is a total side side thing but she posted keep calm and ignore the haters oh i love her (laughs) talk about inspirational oh my goodness okay i'm gonna tell you tonight's story now yes sorry tonight's story is the death of gloria ramirez Ooh. 
Sources for tonight's story include the Los Angeles Times, historicmysteries.com, allthatsinteresting.com, Discover Magazine, BuzzFeed Unsolved, and we all know her. We all love her. Miss Wikipedia. Wikipedia. I love her. I love her. Yeah. You guys like don't understand how often I'm just on Wikipedia all, all the, the time. information's just there. It's laid out easy. I will say it does make me a little upset though whenever they ask me for money. Oh. Have you okay, seen that? Have you ever gotten chill. that like notification? I have not. They're like, we need to keep Wikipedia alive. Donate like whatever you can. <laughs> it's like, no, I will no. not. You have been free since I was yeah. a child. I will not be donating money. No. Because who's, I also don't have the money. Who's going to donate money to Wikipedia? <laughs> you know, I Gypsy Rose Blanchard. Gypsy Rose would. Blanchard is probably. She yeah, would. She would donate money to Wikipedia. And I love her for that. <laughs> but I would not be one of those people. No way. Okay. So let's get into the background on this case. Gloria Cecilia Ramirez was born on January 11th, 1963. So happy late birthday, Gloria. Ramirez was an ordinary woman, a housewife for her husband and two children, and was described by those who knew her as a friendly and funny woman who was nice to everyone she met. Unfortunately, Ramirez was suffering from late-stage cervical cancer at the end of her life. At 8.15 p.m. on February 19, 1994, Ramirez was rushed to Riverside General Hospital by paramedics. According to the doctors, Ramirez was suffering from late-stage cervical cancer and had been having severe palpitations in her heart, was confused, and had a higher-than-normal resting heart rate. Mm. And mind you, she was only 31 at this time with her cervical cancer. Doctors were shocked by Ramirez's condition because of her age. And alongside her other symptoms, Ramirez's blood pressure was dropping rapidly and she could barely breathe. In order to sedate Ramirez, doctors administered three drugs, diazepam, metazolam, and lorazepam. See, there's if there's two things I'm not good at. It's drug <laughs> names and it's last names. <laughs> These people always have the craziest yeah. last names. And I'm sorry. Yeah. No matter how good of a reader I am, <laughs> I will never be able to get them right. I'm in the same boat, girl. <laughs> Ramirez then began to stop responding well to her treatment. So, in an effort to help her regain blood pressure... Doctors chose to defibrillate Ramirez's heart. As the de- as the defibrillation began and her shirt was removed, medical workers surrounding Ramirez noticed an oily sheen covering her body. They also smelled a quote fruity garlic-like smell end quote coming from Ramirez's mouth. Mm. Mm. Weird. Sus. Susan Kane, a registered nurse assisting, began taking blood from Ramirez's arm. Kane noticed that as the blood traveled into the tube, it had an ammonia-like smell coming from it. Mm. Do you know what ammonia smells like? Mm -mm. Cat pee. Oh. Which is not a great smell. I wouldn't know. I mean, I'm sure it's not great, but I've never had a cat, so I don't even know what that's... (gasps) (laughs) <laughs> what so i'm a dog person but love the cats <laughs> i love cats I start crying it's nothing to do with cats <laughs> you don't understand i'm such a cat okay i love dogs. you are such a cat person. i love dogs but i am a cat person through and through 
Hmm. My next cat's going to be an orange one, and it's going to be a boy. I've decided. It's cute. (laughs) Julie Gorchinsky, a medical resident, was handed the tube by Kane. While looking at it, Gorchinsky noticed manila-covered particles floating in Ramirez's blood. The tube was then passed throughout the room, all of the doctors and nurses deciding that something was wrong with was something more was wrong with Ramirez than just heart failure. Mm. So something's off. Yeah. Something's not right. Right. Shortly after this, Kane fainted and had to be removed from the emergency room. Shortly after that, Gorchinsky began to feel nauseated and lightheaded, having to leave the room and go sit at a nurse's desk as she was having trouble breathing. When asked if she was okay, Gorchinsky also fainted. (gasps) Respiratory therapist Maureen Welch, who was assisting in the room, fainted third. She was immediately removed from the room, and when she awoke, she complained that she was unable to move her arms and legs. After three people had fainted, the ER staff was ordered to evacuate all ER patients to the parking lot while the minimum amount of staff stayed to attend to Ramirez. At 8.50 p.m., February 19th, 1994, after 45 minutes of emergency treatment, Ramirez was pronounced dead due to cancer-related kidney failure. And that was what they decided at the time. And we'll get into the cause of death later. Yeah. So something's weird. That's something's so wrong. weird. And it's something to do with Ramirez. They yeah. know that much. So do you know the story at all? I don't know. So in the BuzzFeed Unsolved video that they made, they actually went and visited the hospital. They didn't get to go inside because hospitals have very strict regulations. Yeah, right. But this is not a very big hospital. Interesting. At least what it looked like from the outside. I went yeah. and rewatched this video before I, you know, wrote this, but it was not a very big hospital. Yeah. As, like it didn't appear to be. So there right. wasn't like it was pretty close confines. Yeah. So I know what you mean. Do you want to guess how many people got sick from being around Ramirez? Uh maybe everyone in the hospital. No. No. <laughs> Get just give like throw out a random a number. number. Mm, Ten, higher. Twenty, slightly higher. Twenty-four, slightly lower. Twenty-three. Yes. <laughs> what? That's crazy. Twenty-three people who were around Ramirez the night she died became ill, and five had to be hospitalized. <gasps> All of the people suffered from symptoms ranging from fainting and shortness of breath to nausea and temporary paralysis. It's really weird. A specialized team was sent to remove Ramirez's body and to determine the cause of why the medical staff had fainted. No signs of poison gas, toxins, or any foreign substances were found in the ER. So this isn't foul play. They know that. Yeah. Doctors Anna Maria Osorio, mm-hmm. I got that one, and Kirsten Waller were sent by the California Department of Health and Human Services to interview everyone who had been afflicted by illness when in contact with Ramirez. 
Also, Rio and Waller's investigation discovered that those who had developed the most severe symptoms had worked within two feet of Ramirez and had handled her intravenous lines. However, the investigation found that those who were, who were afflicted tended to be women, all with normal blood tests after their affliction. So Rio and Waller thus decided that the hospital workers suffered from an incident of mass hysteria, which I would like to say. Yeah. I would like to say. <laughs> if there were men getting sick, they wouldn't have said yeah. it was hysteria. I just yeah, want to say that. No, they wouldn't have. They, they totally wouldn't have. I just want to throw that out there. That, you know, us women are typically a little bit more level-headed than men. I think we should think that men are a little bit more hysterical than women. Yeah. And that's just my opinion. That's my opinion. No, and I, if you I, disagree with me. Girl, I agree. If you, like, not just you, but if, like, any anyone out there listening yeah. disagrees with me, you know, that's just my opinion. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. Yep. And you're allowed to disagree with me. No, girl, I agree. Trust come, me. Come fight with me on Twitter, because I need more Twitter followers. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, Gorchinsky refuted the claim of hysteria, however. She stated that after her exposure, she spent two weeks in the intensive care unit with breathing problems and developed hepatitis and a vascular necrosis in her knees, which was all confirmed by her medical documents. Hmm. So, Wait, something in her knees and then what was the other one? Hepatitis and a vascular okay, okay. necrosis in her knees. Let's look what that is. Yeah. A Vascular. <laughs> See, I um, can also not spell. Well, I have, yeah, I couldn't even attempt to probably spell the that. The death of bone tissue due to a lack of blood supply with okay. only 200,000 U.S. cases per year. So it's oh, rare. That's it's rare. not extremely rare, but it's rare. It's rare. And that's treatments scary. can help, but this condition cannot be cured. That's so scary. So this wasn't really i mean it could have been a coincidence but it does not seem like a coincidence ramirez once removed from the er was sealed in an aluminum casket and taken to a coroner's office to have her autopsy done but her autopsy did not take place until a week after her death because no one could go near ramirez's body without getting sick the press dubbed Ramirez the, quote, toxic lady, end quote. So that's what she's known by, like, almost everywhere on the internet, basically. Which is sad. I would hate that. You if, would like, also be dead. <laughs> like, if that was, like, what I was remembered by, I'd be pissed. I would be, I would be upset, but I would also... Not really... No, if I, what I'm trying to say point. is, like, if I were a family member... I would be like, you know, uh, if, I, if I'm dead, I'm dead. Yeah. Call me whatever <laughs> you not want. really anything. Uh, there's nothing I can do. If I'm a family member, though, I'm going to be so upset. I'm going to throw hands. Call my relative their name, please. Not yeah. some stupid nickname that you came up with to, like, sound cool in the headlines. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not it. Or, That's not you know, it. if you're going to give them a cool nickname, give them, like, a superhero nickname. Yeah. Like, what's a good, like... The slaying lady or something. Actually, that's not <laughs> lady or like switch that's it around. Not. Lady toxic. Yes, but something about that has more of a ring to it. Exactly. <laughs> and all I did was flip the words. <laughs> 
So three autopsies ended up taking place on Ramirez's body. The second autopsy took place on March 25th, 1994, and was the most thorough out of all three. The team working on Ramirez's body found traces of Tylenol, lidocaine, codeine, and Tegan in her system. Tegan, or trimethobenzamide. See, how can I get that word right, but I can't get anyone's last name right? <laughs> Let's talk about that. Trimethobenzamide. See, and I don't even have to, like, try. No, yeah. It's so... <laughs> Tegan is a medication used to treat nausea and vomiting. When Tegan is broken down by the body, it turns amines, which is it turns into amines, which is related to ammonia. Doctors believed that this could have accounted for the ammonia-like smell coming from Ramirez's body. Mm. It was also discovered that Ramirez had been rubbing dimethyl sulfide, betterwise known as DMSO which is a solvent most commonly used as a degreaser into her skin. DMSO was used by Ramirez, was likely used by Ramirez as an at-home remedy for her pain and is known to create a garlic-like taste in one's mouth if it comes in contact with the skin. Hmm. Scientists theorized that Ramirez's use of DMSO accounted for the greasy sheen on her body. Ongoing use of DMSO might have caused the substance to build up in Ramirez's system, owing to a ur- owing to urinary blockage that caused her kidney failure. So, DMSO is actually found in our bodies naturally, right? But it is not kept in our bodies very long, and it is basically just immediately broken down. And we, you know, when we pee, it goes out our pee. That's the science behind it. <laughs> Didn't sound very scientific, and but that's, that's the science tea. behind it. But I researched this, and DMSO, like, you can basically go to, like, hardware stores and get it as, like, a gel. And if you continue to use it, it builds up in your body to the point where, you know, it causes urinary blockage because right. that's the, like, only toxin, like, that there's too much of it basically right i'm not explaining this very well there's too much no, of it. i get it and it's like if you i learned about this in nutrition there are two types of nutrients there are fatty nutrients and there are water soluble nutrients mm-hmm. and if you have water soluble nutrients those can be expunged by your body like always right. you can't like overdose on those vitamins you can overdose on like fatty nutrients though that makes sense so it's kind of this a similar thing where it takes too long for your body to get rid of it that it ends up hurting your body <sighs> I'm, pop I'm not off, a science, science guys queen. i'm a theater kid <laughs> no pop off. i'm a theater kid guys theater kid goes science Question theater, theater kid knows <laughs> science i try the best i can Mind you, Wikipedia is my final source. (laughs) (laughs) However, like I said before, Wikipedia is my final source. It just gives me a good overall story and everything gets fact-checked in the end. So true. So, scientists also theorized that the manila-colored particles in Ramirez's blood were DMSO2. The DMSO2 was theorized to have been created when the oxygen administered by paramedics mixed with the DMSO. 
DMSO2 is known to crystallize at room temperature, thus would have created the particles in Ramirez's blood. Mm. Okay. Furthermore, we're getting even more scientific now. The defibrillation given to Ramirez could have converted the, T- the DMSO2 dimethyl sulfate into DMSO4. Exposure to DMSO4, which is highly toxic, could have accounted for the illness of the ER staff at Riverside General Hospital. So, getting real scientific. So, the DMSO would have gone through two transformations in order to make these people sick. Mm. Now, the reason this is considered an unsolved mystery is that this was just theorized. Right. It was never able to be proven because Ramirez's family, when told about these theories and findings, denied that Ramirez ever used DMSO. Completely denied it. And they, like, said DMSO is not even in our house. It has nowhere. It's nowhere around. She would never have used this. Now, whether that's them, like, covering up for it or not. Right. You know, has yet to be proven. Yeah. And obviously, like, a lawsuit could have been at stake of, like, oh, you were rubbing DMSO into your skin. Like, you are the reason. Your fan, like, your wife is the reason why these people died. We're going to sue the family. So it could have been a cover up. That that makes sense. But at the same time, they could never completely solve it because some of the autopsies were actually botched. (gasps) So the first two were very conclusive. By the third one, though, they had basically lost her heart. Or, like, what they think is someone, like, probably accidentally threw it away. Wait, so there was no heart. It was taken, it was probably most likely taken by scientists to be looked at. Yeah. Because she did, was also having heart failure at the time of her death. yeah. So, by the time it got to the third autopsy, there's no heart. And many of her organs have been cross-contaminated with fecal matter. Mm. Because of the t- many times that they've, like, taken out the intestines, taken yeah. out the other organs, and then having to put them back in. Like, there's going to be cross-contamination. So, by the time the third autopsy took place, as well as when the body was finally given to the family for them to do conduct their own findings, it was too highly um, cross-contaminated. There wasn't a heart, so thorough autopsies could not be done. Mm. So, there was never a conclusive... Um, cause of death i completely forgot the word so the official report did end up coming out about ramirez's death and that report did state that the er staff suffered from dimethyl sulfate poisoning so official reports say that that's what happened despite the family denying the use of dmso on april 20th 1994 10 weeks after her death Ramirez was finally buried at Olivewood Memorial Park in Riverside. Family and friends of Ramirez gathered to wish her goodbye. The Reverend Brian Taylor spoke highly of Ramirez, but scolded authorities for their handling of her death and the awful nickname the press gave her. Unfortunately, to this day, Gloria Ramirez has been immortalized as the, quote, toxic lady end quote no that's horrible and that is the story of the death of gloria ramirez that's so interesting 
I just, I don't even really know, like, it's, like, kind of hard to talk about because it's, like, you want to agree with science. Mm -hmm. When science, like, when science is on the line, like, you want to agree with the science. But at the same time, it's, like, this is a family that knew her very well. And, yes, they could quote unquote be covering up for something right but at the same time they know her best and would have known whether or not she was using dmso yeah it's like you don't really know like what to side with or who to side with really it should all be also be noted um i forgot to add this in my story but i found this out today dmso can be found in a rose scent Mm. I guess alluding to perchance of like people like using it as an at-home remedy. Oh, like rose perfume. Like it's perfumed to smell like roses, but oh. it's still DMSO. <laughs> I thought you said it could be like found in like rose-scented perfume. No, it's not in. It's <laughs> like, perfumed dang, like rose. rose. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, I know what you mean. But yeah, during my research, I discovered a lot of this today. Um, DMSO was actually like a popular home remedy for pain in the 70s. Mm-hmm. But I like then people kind of found out like, you know, the negative side effects of yeah. it and stopped using yeah. it. Yeah, that makes sense. But for Ramirez, you know, yeah. you're going to do anything to get rid of your cervical cancer pain. So mm-hmm. I just feel like this is a woman that was, was dealt such like an awful hand of cards yeah. in her life i was just gonna say she was just like in a really bad situation but it's really sad honestly i know it's just there's not much to say <laughs> there's not i mean there's really not there yeah. you can't say much about this but it's just too bad you know hmm. anyways <laughs> moving yeah. on i don't know that's sad but um yeah moving on what are your thoughts like do you have any questions about this um honestly i don't really have too many like thoughts of course like or yeah i mean the thoughts i have are obviously like it's just like a really sad situation and Mm -hmm. i guess my question is like i wonder like what the like what actually happened like if the parent or if the family was gonna if we're ever gonna get a real story yeah I agree. Mm-hmm. I doubt it. Probably not. Because this happened a while ago, right? Mm-hmm. Happened in the 90s. So I don't think they're going to be trying to solve it at this point. Yeah, I agree. Well, I do kind of have a... I did. I do have a... So every once in a while, I'll do my modern stories. I'll do a little update of yeah. what true crime's going on in the oh, world today. Fun. I have one for you. Oh, no. It's sort of. It's, Is this I mean, gonna it's, scare me? <laughs> oh, no, God. it's actually. You're gonna be very interested by this. Okay. I want to say it's true crime. I really want to say it's true crime. Yes and no, it is. It's kind of just because I want to talk about the situation, and I have no like other outlet to do it at. But do you know about the ongoing feud between Nicki Minaj and <laughs> Megan The Stallion? I actually don't know the ongoing feud. <laughs> oh, okay. How does this go with true crime? <laughs> I will. I promise. I will wrap around okay. how this connects I have to true no crime. No idea the situation. Um, let me look up. Megan, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I was not expecting that to come out of your mouth. You know, I wasn't either. <laughs> until I, you know, started reading about it today. So, 
Megan Thee Stallion and Nicki Minaj have been feuding. If you don't know who Nicki Minaj is and if you don't know who Megan Thee Stallion is, uh, are is, see, I also don't have very good grammar. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm the same way. <laughs> so they're both female rappers, very well known. Yeah. Um, even if rap is not your cup of tea, you've probably at least heard of Nicki Minaj. Yeah. You know, Nicki Minaj has been a household name since the early 2000s. Yeah. Um, Megan Thee Stallion is much more recent, but both of them are very much like queens of rap, basically. Totally. So they have this whole controversy going on right now. They've been feuding. I'm not going to get into, like, the reason for their feud. I feel like they would feud, though. They definitely would. But here's how this relates to true crime. So, Megan recently released her new single, Hiss, which is basically a diss track about Nicki Minaj. And in the track, it makes a reference to Megan's Law. Now, if you Mm. don't know what Megan's Law is... Yeah, yeah. Um, let me read you, so let me read you this. Megan's Law is named after seven-year-old Megan Canta, a New Jersey girl who was raped and killed by a known registered sex offender who had moved across the street from the family without their knowledge. In the wake of the tragedy, the Kankas sought to have local communities warned about sex offenders in the area. All states now have a form of Megan's Law. Yeah. So basically what it is is that if there is a sexual predator in the area, like, everyone has to be, like, alerted about it in that area. And, of course, registered sex offenders are on the internet. Yeah. um, And these people are not allowed to be, like, within a certain distance of children, parks, schools, whatever. Nicki Minaj's (laughs) current husband, Kenneth Petty had pled guilty to attempted rape of a 16-year-old girl in 1995 and was thus placed on the New York Sex Offenders Registry. Oh, my. So, the reason why Megan makes this reference to Megan's Law in her song is because Nicki Minaj is currently married to a registered sex offender. (laughs) Yeah. And they also have a kid together. Oh, so that's not cute (laughs) no it's not (laughs) at all so now Nicki minaj today at midnight released her track back which is called bigfoot oh my (laughs) in reference to apparently may and the stallion just having big feet Wait, stop it. (laughs) I can't make this up. (laughs) Oh my. So, not only has um, Nicki Minaj been making fun of Megan's feet, um, in a deleted post on Twitter, Minaj did also um, make fun of Megan's mom, who died of brain cancer in 2019. And her mom was brought up in the diss track. Oh. So I just want to say that. Well, um, that's crossing the line, I feel like. There's just... Or actually, no, I don't think... I listened to the song at midnight because, you know, I'm involved in this drama. Uh, yeah. Know? <laughs> Not really, but I, no, I like yes. reading about it. <laughs> so I listened to the song. I actually don't remember there being a line about her mom. Okay. I want to take that back. But she did make a post about it on Twitter. Um. 
the thing about Bigfoot, here's another connection to true crime. Um, the song Bigfoot also kind of references the fact that Megan the Stallion was shot in the foot. Um, Wait, what? <laughs> I think in 2020 or 2021 by another rapper. I don't know his name. He's like one of those, you know, not well-known rappers, Dang. at least in my mind. Um, it was supposedly accidental that he just had the gun on him. It went off. She got hit in the foot. But, you know, that's a whole thing. So <laughs> they're basically just feuding. And now Nicki Minaj is currently losing a ton of followers Basically for the fact that Megan Thee Stallion's kind of in the right. She's like, you're married to a registered sex offender. You're... Yeah, what the heck? You're not a very good person. So, that's just, that's just what I wanted. I needed somewhere to talk about no, this situation. Yes. But I had no idea. You learn something new every day. I had no idea this was happening. You learn something new every day. I had no idea this was happening. But they've been feuding for a long time. Yeah, I can see that that could be happening. But I had no idea there was this tea. I didn't even know they were releasing new songs, the both of them. So Yeah, and I also <laughs> didn't know that she was married to a registered sex offender. And I thank you, Megan The Stallion, for, you know, enlightening that us. out. <laughs> And I also wanted to be known, this is kind of like a side hand thing, but Beyonce did unfollow Nicki Minaj and is still following Megan. Oh. My Houston queens are <laughs> uniting. Slay. But I also think it's interesting because Nicki Minaj and Beyonce have collabed on many occasions. Yeah. So that's just my little modern true crime. Love it. Are you a Nicki fan? Are you a Megan fan? I'm just not a rap fan in general. See, me neither. So, but I, there are some songs from both of them that I hear them. And I, you yeah, know, they both have bangers, and also just songs that I'm not that like. I just I don't know. I will say like, of course, it's one of those situations where you're like, I want to separate like the artist from the music, blah blah blah. Right, but like, it's kind of hard to do that. I like it's hard and at the same time I'm like I don't necessarily want to like stop listening to um super bass because <laughs> if that song does come on yeah. I will be rapping every single word of that song but at the same time it's like you know I don't want to support yeah no I get you a non-decent human being so that's just my little my little update but you're not a rap person no not really. I mean, I have this like the certain songs I I enjoy, but I'm more of just like a pop person. That sounds so basic. You're a pop princess. <laughs> I mean, I yeah. can't lie. Like, I'm kind of getting in my pop era right now. I just kind of listen to everything, honestly. Well, you do you listen to country music? Do you yeah. listen to jazz? I don't listen to jazz. Do you listen to <laughs> punk? I don't even know. Like, what even is a punk song? Like punk rock? Yeah. Like what we play on KTC. Do you listen to heavy metal? I'm giving. Do you I look like I listen to? Heavy metal? I'm like messing with you right now. No, yeah. No, I love doing that to people who are like, I listen to everything. Or whenever yeah. someone says they listen to everything, I'll get in the car and turn on the most like atrocious song just yep. to be like, Are you gonna say something about it? Yeah, my playlist kind of consists of pop, a couple rap songs. I won't lie, like I listen to a couple. Mm -hmm. Broadway and then Disney. <laughs> let's look at my um my recent searches okay. oh i'm gonna look at mine too it's gonna be funny um the main title from top gun okay i love that song i just needed like a <laughs> the reason
reason I looked that up this morning is I needed just a hype song to get me out of bed. And that was listened to while I was like staring up at the ceiling. Do you know what my hype song was? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was listening to a Dance Mom soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> where they put all the songs. on the dance floor. <laughs> no, like, we're, like, all of the girls' solos, like, we're in, like, a compiled playlist. <laughs> that was my recent playlist, or song. Um, Taylor Swift. Um, the new Mean Girls soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be controversial. Uh, and then Ariana Grande, and mm. then Tate McRae. Ariana Grande is also in some hot water right now. Yeah. But maybe that's I'll save that for next week. Um, but my songs recently have been the the main title from Top Gun, Vogue by Madonna, because I'm oh lip syncing that God. in a drag show. I love that song. Um, that's also one of my hype songs. Yeah, like, that's if I need a, to get hype, I'm listening to that Vogue. That is a total hype song. Um, a playlist that's called Partying at Saltburn. Okay. I never saw Saltburn. <laughs> but I saw the TikToks about it. <laughs> to anyone listening out there, let me let me just say this, and this is Some not a spoiler. On the dance floor. Um, I too. Um, you know what? I'm not gonna say it. I'm okay. not gonna say it. I don't even know what you're gonna say. You know, let me just say that there, a lot of stuff happens in that movie, uh, and you know, I can't deny that. You know, if I were in that situation, I would do it too. Girl, what? <laughs> I would do it too. I, I have no idea because I haven't even seen it. And when I watch it with you, because now that I know you haven't seen it, I will be watching it with no. you. I will point out all the moments that I'm like, and that would be me. Honestly, I'll watch it. I love it. You love it? I, I love it. Yeah, no, I know. I, I just think it's so aesthetically pleasing. I'm mm. one of those people that if, like, if the movie is so beautiful in my eyes, like I will I will watch it. I don't even care yeah. if the story's bad or not. I feel on the out. Everyone has seen it but me. Hmm. I feel like. You're too late. <laughs> I'm late you to need, the game. You, you need to hype this on the point, train I'm just right going to lie and say I have seen it and be like, yeah, it was so weird. And then just <laughs> move on. Um, and then moving on, um, the classic Disney princesses playlist. Wait, Yes. Um, Burning Love by Elvis Presley, but the version with the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra. I love the song Burning Love. I love it too, but listen to the one with the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra. It just sounds beautiful. Yes. Um, Love Me Harder by Ariana Grande in The Weeknd. I Believe in a Thing Called Love by The Darkness, which if you don't know that song... Please listen what to that song. What are you doing? Yeah. Do you know that song? Yeah. I believe in a thing called love. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You Oughta Know by Alanis Morissette. I'm in my Alanis Morissette era Okay, right I now. love Alanis Morissette. What's that one song uh-huh. that I'm obsessed with by her? I think it's... What's it called? Hold on. Uh, waiting, buffering, buffering, buffering. <laughs> <laughs> Uninvited from that scary mm, movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love that movie. I think um, it's called Uninvited, the movie. Really? I don't remember. And then... Just going through quickly the rest of these. Haunted, Taylor's version. Love. Um, America Has a Problem by Beyonce. Happy and Sad by Casey Musgraves. That's just the song I cry to. Yep. Rushed by Troy Sivan. <laughs> Training Wheels by Melanie Martinez. Also a song that I cry to. Linger by The Cranberries. Soulful Strut by Young Holt Unlimited. I listened to that because I watched um, The Parent Trap recently, and that song's Aww, in The Parent Trap, and I, I love, love The Parent movie. Trap. Traveling Soldier by The Chicks, Here You Come Again by Dolly Parton, Deja Vu, Homecoming Live version by Beyonce. 
um, the Leo playlist generated by Spotify. Wait. They have one for every single Zodiac Wait. sign. I wonder if they have that on Apple Music. Um, <laughs> All by Myself by Celine Dion, which, Girl. I mean... I don't want to say R.I.P. Miss Celine Dion because Celine Dion's still alive, but yeah. she'll never be able to sing again or really move. That's really sad. Which is really sad. Smooth Criminal by Michael Jackson. That's Life by I Frank Sinatra. Chikatita by ABBA and Ready for It by Taylor Swift. Hmm. I love that. I love all those songs. And Frank Sinatra. I, I love Frank Sinatra. Is like I didn't mention that earlier. My favorite favorite songs. Really, Frank yeah. Sinatra. Like My Way is like one of my favorite songs in the whole world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Apple Music does not really have a good um, Sagittarius playlist, but I will be finding one shortly. I have to get onto Spotify. You're an Apple Music girl. <laughs> I am. Stop by choice. Well, everyone, it's been so nice having Grace on the podcast. <laughs> this will be no, her last time this here. Is, this is a message to mom and dad. What are we doing on the family plan on Apple Music? <laughs> get the family plan for Spotify. You can get the yeah. student Spotify for like five bucks a month, and it comes with Hulu. So I know. Get on that yeah but anyway do you have any final questions or comments or anything you'd like to add questions r.i.p gloria ramirez i know i hope you're having a good my mom just texted and said i love amelia's music taste (gasps) (laughs) she's like i love all the songs That's such a compliment. That's my final thought. Yes. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you so much. Um, You told me that this was your fourth time on the club. That is club crime. I think. I think that's right. I went on that first time. Then I was here with Joya. Then I was here another time. This is my fourth time. Fourth time. Mm -hmm. Well, hopefully it will not be your last. Hopefully not. But I I thank you so much for being here and once again joining the club. And to all my listeners, please join us next week for another true crime story when we have another guest joining us. And this has been Club Club Crime. Crime.